Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. Grab yourself a drink and join me every Tuesday and Friday to talk all about Bravo TV. On Tuesdays, I report on all the latest news stories happening in the off-screen lives of our favorite Bravo celebrities. And Friday bonus episodes range from one season wonder recaps, Bravo celebrity product reviews, book club discussions, very random deep dives, and so much more. Sit back, grab your drink, and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, this is Megan from Bravo Happy Hour. I have to give a little disclaimer. I just edited this episode and by golly, do I have no energy or joy in my voice. So I finished editing it, felt as if I need to just put it out because I put the work in, but this is a real boring one. So um, you don't even have to listen. Wait for next week. I'll be peaches and cream and happy and excited, but God knows you can tell when I am tired and burnt out. So give me some grace on this one. Y'all probably don't have to have thousands of people listen to you when you're having a bad day, but I just wanted to give a disclaimer because once I finished editing it, I was bored to tears. I could barely get through editing it. So enjoy what you can. Maybe there's some good nuggets in here, but tune in next Tuesday for an amazing episode of Bravo Happy Hour. I will be all cranked out, excited, fun, happy, intuitive, making great observations, and it'll be back to your regularly scheduled programming. (laughs) Thanks again for listening. Bye. Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell, and this episode today is a solo episode. I just read some reviews, and people said they do not like when I laugh, so trust me, I'm not going to laugh. If you have something nice to say, go to Apple Podcasts. Clearly, I'm on one. There's nothing like waking up to an email of three people being rude to you about something you do for free for them, but (laughs) besides the point, we have some housekeeping that I gotta get through. Have you listened to High Society Recap? It's really great. This past week was the last and final episode. Fortunately, it was late on the feed because I didn't have the correct computer with me at my parents' house for the weekend. It got snowed in, so yada, yada, yada. That's late and it was out yesterday. So be sure to tune into part six of High Society. If you don't know what High Society is, it's the show that Tinsley Mortimer was on prior to being on The Royal Housewives of New York. This is before her mugshot situation and after her divorce. So it's kind of a sweet spot in her life that she has gifted us with a television show. 
And if you want to support me in another fun, sexy way, again, other than lambasting me on the internet, go buy some merch. If you want to buy a sticker or a mug or a mask or a t-shirt or anything on my merch page, go to bravohappyhour.com. There is a link at the top, all the information there that you can buy stuff. And yeah, buy something fun. Is anyone else feeling like extra angsty lately? I feel like we're all kind of coming to that like one year mark of being in a pandemic and it feels like nothing matters anymore. God, I love spiraling downward on a solo episode. There's nothing quite like it. Well, let's just jump right into news. Okay, so we have a new show coming out on Bravo called Winter House. So this is kind of like a hodgepodge of some of your favorite Bravo celebrities all together in a house, but in Stowe, Vermont. Poor Stowe, Vermont. I have a sick feeling that they're like, really? We're a gorgeous little sleepy snow town. Why are you bringing these kooks to our town? So first we have Summer House's Kyle Cook, his fiance Amanda Petula, Paige DeSorbo, Lindsay Hubbard, and Sierra Miller have all been confirmed to be on this show. And then we have Southern Charms, Craig Conover, and Austin Kroll. You guys, there could be a lot of podcasting wars in here. We've got Pillows and Beers. We've got Giggly Squad. Well, we have half of Giggly Squad. A lot of lot of content that could be created. They're all going to be living in a house together in Stowe, Vermont. They're going to be they're going to begin filming pretty soon. And I'm excited to see where this goes. I like any sort of crossover. Of course, we all remember that Summer House started, Summer House was shepherded into Bravo via Vanderpump Rules, the same way that Vanderpump Rules was shepherded in via Beverly Hills. So I'm wondering if there are any people from Vanderpump Rules who might also get tapped to be on this show. I'm thinking it could be like a James and Raquel situation. Dodie has been teasing that she's going to be on other shows, so maybe she'll make an appearance, but I don't know if Bravo's dipping their toe in the Dodie pool just yet. And then the rest are pregnant, so I really don't think they're in the mix to be in a house full of crazy people who are basically exclusively drinking. They all know each other because remember last season, Austin and Craig came and hung out with the crew. Austin is really just wishing that Kristen Cavallari would join the show. She's from an E show. And as we're noticing, which is like my next topic, E and Bravo are really kind of becoming one. It's like so many different brands and companies are starting to have to like rethink the way that they've handled their business in the past because of the pandemic and like the lack of funds and just how things are being shaken up. So you see like airlines now like joining forces. And I think that's what E and Bravo are kind of doing. They're like, our audience really crosses over one another. So why don't we start putting Bravo people on E and then vice versa? Just a thought. Andy Cohen actually has a new show called for Real, the story of reality television, which will be premiering March 25th. It's a seven-part limited series, and it says, a reality connoisseur in his own right, Andy takes viewers on a deep and captivating journey into a genre that's forever captivated audience and impacted pop culture. So this new show will be out um, in a couple weeks, and I really think Andy is going to slowly phase himself out of Bravo and just more towards being a pop culture personality, because I think at a certain point, can't really do every reunion again. There's so many franchises, and I think slowly but surely they're going to phase him out which is understandable I, I don't blame him for wanting to kind of move on you know it's like any person at any job you kind of get sick of it after a certain point what are you supposed to spend your whole freaking life there even if you started it even Jeff Bezos is getting out of Amazon because I think he said I read an article that he wants to discover space more it's like let's focus on what's happening here on earth the world is actively crumbling let's get that Amazon money on the ground floor he had that in now, which was about how we've kind of come along in society. And I really enjoyed that show, but again, not on television anymore. And then he has a show on Quibi, RIP Quibi, that was one of the biggest busts in media in a very long time. And honestly, not surprising. We also got news that Paris Hilton got engaged this weekend. I know she's not a Bravo celebrity. She's Bravo adjacent. 
a congratulations is necessary. I know it's on her first engagement. She hasn't been engaged 19 times, but maybe close. Her mother is now going to be on the Royal Housewives of Beverly Hills this year. And I'm wondering if we're going to get a glimpse of this wedding. I've been rewatching Beverly Hills from the start to get ready for something else I'm doing. And it's a shame that things have changed so much. But you also kind of see how they all start becoming very media trained around season three. And that show is mainly based on secret keeping. And another interesting thing, I've gone on a little mini tangent. You know, like the whole situation with Brandy and Adrian, where she kind of exposed the true way that she had her children. They really censor what Brandy says during that moment on the Hulu version. And it's kind of bizarre. If I was watching from the beginning, I wouldn't, you wouldn't know what Brandy actually said. You have to just like know from the past. So I'm wondering if the Maloof Hoof ended up putting a lawsuit on Hulu or something or, or Bravo saying basically, you know, we'll sue your ass if you don't take this down because I guess it's considered defamation of character, which is unfortunate considering what Brandy said was true and not something to be ashamed about, but we don't need to go into mommy shaming so early into the show. <laughs> the ladies on Bravo do it enough. Oh, you guys, I think I just laughed. I think I laughed. Oh no. Oh no. Oh God. I'm so inauthentic. Brandy Redmond from the Royal Housewives of Dallas posted on Instagram this week that she will not be on the next season of Dallas Housewives. She said, I quote, I pray that the baggage of my mistakes, feeling rejected and used and unworthy are no longer tied to anyone's soul. I'm choosing to set myself free and lean into Jesus. <laughs> and I pray, oh God, again, I laugh. I'm sorry, Jesus. <laughs> and I pray you'll join me if you haven't, if you too have these desires. You're worth happiness, grace, love, compassion, and so much more. Stay strong and believe in yourself because God always believes in you and is, and is with you. I also want to thank you all for being a part of my journey these past few years. I've loved sharing my life with you, but sometimes things come to an end. The best kinds of ends are happy endings. Hell yeah, brother. And I choose happiness, sending you all my love and prayers. All right. Well, I didn't know she was such a God-fearing woman. Actually, no. Yeah, thinking back, she did call aggressive wine drinking, drinking Jesus juice. So I guess she's been a, a Bible thumper since day one. I also did see her Instagram bio and it says, I love Jesus and you. Okay, thanks. Yeah, so we just talked about it last week because she had her fourth child last week. And it's understandable that she might not want to keep doing the show. She has four kids, a booming podcast. And I think the backlash from her video last year mocking Asian people really did a number on her. And I think being on a show with Tiffany, who, you know, is is very articulate in her ability to express how she feels and express how she like understands that Brandy made a mistake, but it doesn't negate the things she said. And, you know, right now there's been aggressive spikes in hate crimes against Asian Americans and especially towards elderly Asians. So I think everybody needs to be like a little bit mindful of the things that they say. Yeah, Brandy's gone. Won't really care. We did have good moments from her. We had the iconic poop hat from the season one charity event, which I kind of was on Leanne's side. Gat humor not really funny when you're at a charity event. It kind of takes away from the charity at hand. We had that big dildo she brought on vacation was like flopping in Cameron's face, which I wasn't always really crazy about either. I don't know. Brandy doesn't really do it for me. So sad to see her go. She does have amazing dance moves. I will say like this season, she's like teaching the girls how to twerk. Previous seasons, like anytime you would like see her dance, which like, of course, she's an old Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. Of course, she's an amazing dancer. But I am liking Dallas this season. There's a lot of prop comedy, which I really don't think we need. That Captain Brandy head thing. And then the blow-up doll. Let's just focus on each other. Let's have some conversations over aggressive. Let's have more conversations about putting crickets on pizza. <laughs> like, or Cam's garage. 
garage sale, which like wasn't a garage sale. That was like basically like a Barney's pop-up shop in Dallas. I did read something on Dumois or one of those sites that was kind of implying that that her son Bruin was actually one of like the love child from a previous relationship Brian had and, and that that is potentially going to be coming out. She wants to get ahead of it and just leave the show. That's kind of why she's doing all this Jesus-y stuff to kind of like lean into Jesus in her moments of weakness, which maybe I should be after my four freakouts earlier in the episode. I don't think that's true. People have been saying it and I don't know, that person probably is Leanne Locken somewhere like with her party planner planting this in the in <laughs> Dumois, but we shall see where that goes. Well, speaking of something truly devastating happening in Texas, Texas right now has been going through hell and back because last week people suffered from having no electricity, having no water, having to drink snow, having no food, having no grocery stores that are open. It was devastating for so many people. But of course, Bethany Frankel, formerly the Real Housewives of New York, is using her disaster relief initiative, Be Strong, to aid Texas residents to help the effects of winter storm Yuri. She plans to raise about $600,000 by the end of this week. Hashtag, this is a crisis, and Bethany's obviously here to save the day. So she's trying to send three of these trucks filled with food and supplies for families. So each box will have rice and water and some cash cards for when things eventually are opening, blankets, PPE, because now we have to consider COVID precautions when you're giving aid to people. And each truckload with 180 grand in it can feed 5,000 people. So she's hoping to feed at least 15,000 people. Of course, this is incredible. And it's amazing when someone does take their notoriety and fame and do something good for people. It did all of the relief work in Puerto Rico after Hurricane Maria and was on the ground before FEMA or Trump were even there. So it, it really shows like her ability to mobilize and, and help people when in need. When you bring this moment up, you can't forget the moment between Bethany and Dorinda and like the Miami restaurant, like before they were heading out to Puerto Rico, where Dorinda got just absolutely wasted and was, she was being just so disrespectful to her business partner over his relief work in Haiti. And Dorinda's like, um, excuse me, I didn't see any noticeable progress in Haiti. So you guys definitely didn't do anything. And he was like, um, that is like very not true and quite disrespectful. So I don't think Bethany will be tapping Dorinda to help her with her relief stuff for Texas residents. Donate there if you can. I actually read somewhere that Bethany's donated over $80 million in the past three years to various relief funds. So you could tell this money is going to a really good place. And it's just, it's really sweet that she's standing up for these people. It's really difficult because now because of COVID, everything has just changed. I have a family friend who lives in Texas and they have to take in four or five you know senior citizens because they didn't have any electricity in their homes but you know taking in four old people in the past was you know a very easy great thing get them in a bed they're happy however now it's you know the in, in the middle of a pandemic it, it just intensifies any and every situation so hopefully people are okay hopefully people get aid and donate to be strong if you have any disposable income to help fellow Americans. Anyways, I feel like Ted Cruz and his wife should join the Housewives at this point. His petty little ass going to Cancun for the night, quote unquote, for the night, was absolutely rich and such a surprisingly <laughs> tone deaf political move for someone who's like, I'm going to run for president. It's like, okay, perfect. So if America is on fire, you're just going to go to Mexico, which again, like Mexico doesn't want you, Ted Cruz. 
Mexico doesn't want you. Period. End of story. And like, just imagine thinking you deserve a vacation to Mexico, like while your entire state is struggling. Speaking of, Bethany sold her New York City loft and her Hamptons home this year. (laughs) And yes, it's the one that's off the highway and is now going to be moving to Greenwich, Connecticut, supposedly with Paul, her boyfriend who she's back together with. And they're potentially moving into a five-bedroom home, four and a half bath that was built in 1945. There is a wine cellar that will be full of skinny girl margarita mix. (laughs) It basically has all the bells and whistles of a beautiful home, pool, Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A game room area for Bryn. And it's a really, really beautiful house. It's a colonial home that's been very tastefully updated with modern reno and it's bright and airy and gorgeous. The kitchen is bone white. And I like an airy kitchen, but I'm scared of the white marble. So many people don't realize how easy it is to stain marble. It's so expensive that you really need to learn how to use marble prior to getting it or else you're your counters are just going to be perpetually stained. But I believe Bethany probably knows about her marble after her one-hit wonder with Frederick where they were like selling real estate. I couldn't bear to watch that one. You got, again, you got to draw the line somewhere. Happy for her. She was out in Greenwich, Connecticut this summer with Paul and Dorinda out on some boat ride. So maybe she was perusing mansions on the water then. But Greenwich is really nice and a nice place to raise a family when you're really, really rich. So good for her. I'm happy. I also saw something on Instagram. I can't remember who posted it. Oh, um, Bravo Historian actually posted it because I guess Bethany followed her on Instagram. And so it came up as like who Bethany is following. And Bethany's currently following Dennis's ex-wife's hashtag. Jill Schwartzberg Shields. And she only follows this one hashtag. So I found it interesting. And she's like an interior designer. So it's like not like she's, you know, a star or anything to make someone follow her hashtag. So I found that kind of funny and bizarre. And then I was thinking back to an old reunion where Bethany was arguing with Lou about being Dennis's mistress. And, you know, the timeline of her relationship with Dennis was always kind of up in the air. And so Lou was just, you know, being disrespectful and rude. You know, Lou was just like calling her out saying like, oh, you're going to call me all these things. What about you and Dennis? Like, let's get your timeline going. And then Bethany like gets her phone out and calls Dennis's daughter and is like, you need to vouch for me to say, you know, I'm, I'm a great woman and I would never have done that to your father. Imagine hanging up that call and then immediately calling your dad saying, ditch this nut because she like is calling me in the middle of a Bravo reunion. There were no pleasantries. She must have saw Bethany's name come up on her phone and her ass just like clenched and was like, oh God, no, what is she going to do? And then when she isn't even told she's going to be on a reunion, 
And then she has to ask, answer rapid fire questions. And if she gets the wrong answer, Bethany will come to her house and scream at her. So no, thank you. I do not want that. So we have some updates from Bravo chat room, which is Bravo's new, like, I was, was going to say variety show, but nobody's doing skits. It's, I guess, like their late night talk show that airs on Sundays, which currently stars Portia Williams, Hannah Burner, and Giselle Bryant, and currently had Keisha Stain as another host, but she will no longer be on the show. They were initially signed on for 30 episodes, but they will be adding 13 episodes to the season. I, again, only watch, I think, the first two episodes because it's very similar to what I do here. And like I've talked about in the past, you can't have like real opinions about things when you're being paid by the network to talk about things on the network. Like you're just censored in a, in a way. I don't know. Maybe that's why Kate Chastain decided to not come back, or maybe she kind of felt like she wasn't the star of the show. And you know, Portia always kind of outshines everybody else. So I don't know what her deal was with not coming back. I don't really have any exact reason as to why. People are speculating. It has to do with a comment she made about Ramona Singer basically saying she'd be a horrible guest on Below Deck. She would probably not want to unpack her luggage for other people, and she definitely wouldn't do it for herself. Oh, I mean, duh. You just have to go watch any season at random of Real Housewives of New York, and you'll see Ramona being disrespectful to staff, whether it's literally calling them servants, having what was his name Taj unpack for her when she couldn't call she couldn't even say his name right where's Tej whatever his name was she wouldn't be happy sharing a bunk with someone if she was on the crew and even if she was on the boat itself she wouldn't be happy with whatever room she was given she wouldn't be happy with the food situation she wouldn't be happy that she wouldn't be able to just like get on her little boat and like go to a party in a man I know random area in Antigua at whatever time she wanted she wouldn't go on the toys I do think Ramona would try to smash Captain Lee, though. I really do think she would be flirting so hard with him in, like, one of her, like, little bikinis and just be prancing around everywhere. I don't know what's up with Kate Chastain. She was given a show on SiriusXM back in April of 2020 that never went anywhere. She was given this opportunity, and Bravo obviously really likes her. She's given these opportunities, and she kind of keeps squandering them. I don't know if she's a pain in the butt, maybe to production, or maybe she's just, like, kind of lazy. And, and I don't know. Like, I think people forget that it's really difficult to be on radio. It's really difficult to be on television in a and not a reality television sense. Like she might be amazing on reality television, but that doesn't mean she can host a show. Like they're just different skills. And I say it constantly, but it is a skill to be captivating on television in a way that's engaging to audiences. Speaking of Below Deck, we have a new Below Deck that is currently casting right now for more of a cold water yachting experience probably in Alaska. I've always wanted to go on a cruise in Alaska. It's on my bucket list. And I feel like on the bucket list of everybody who's 65 plus, it's my mom's dream to go on an Alaskan cruise. And I'm with her as well because global warming is real and we don't want Alaska to melt. So that should be good. I'm wondering if they're going to tap Riley because that was her forte. And I'm excited. I mean, hey, I love Below Deck and it's the top rated show on Bravo. So it's not surprising that they're going to keep pumping out variations of the same show. The concept works and is something that can be replicated for different areas, different crews. And I think they're realizing it's lightning in a bottle. So why not just keep doing it? And at this point, Bravo is already playing year-round below deck seasons. So I'm wondering if they're going to be shortening other seasons to make it so you can have four shows year-round, or maybe they'll give sailing yacht the boot. We'll see where that goes, but I'm excited. Hey, maybe I can apply for the show. Maybe I can get a new job, quit my life, quit this podcast. Sorry, guys. Love you, mean it. But I don't think I could be 
I don't think I could be podcasting from the sea. I feel like I would be a second stew. I'd be a great second stew. I unfortunately think I'd be a Bugsy-esque type of second stew because I would just be pissed at all the choices that the chief stew is making and kind of thinking she could be doing better the entire time. So yeah, I actually don't think I could do this, but I would be an amazing guest on a yacht. I feel like we have a lot of people who are trying to have their 15 minutes of fame on Bravo and and maybe they can get it via via going on below deck. I got to get some cold hard cash and, you know, maybe you can muster up like, you know, I mean, it's not cheap, but if you have like eight friends and you're all going together, you split the cost. It's not that bad if you're, you know, wealthy and able to do that and have that kind of disposable income. But to be paying like what forty thousand dollars for one night for two nights that's so crazy like you barely are unpacking you're barely comfortable on the ship i would want like a beyonce level yacht or happen to be sailing through the mediterranean for three months like that's that's the kind of yachting i want i think i need oprah money with these uh with these grand ideas i have in my head so keep listening and i'll get that oprah money stat also, I meant to talk about Real Housewives of Atlanta when we we're talking about <laughs> the episode that came out this Sunday was amazing. Kenya Moore did her best job to replicate Sharon Stone in Basic Instinct, but missed the mark a little bit. I did like the producers, you know, creativity during this part where they said, Miss Moore, what is the definition of a free co? What? <laughs> And then the entire like beginning 30 minutes of the episode is the candy sex dungeon for Cynthia's bachelorette party. All of these women are in defunct relationships, so good for them for having some fun. All of their names were so funny. Candy was Mistress Angel. Portia was Peach Juice. Latoya was Trini Gal. We have Kenya as chocolate drew lickety split tanya was da nasty which even tanya i love her so much this season i've been really enjoying her and she's like trying to be sexy but everyone's like honey you're just like a cutie nerd like she hosts a book club on instagram live <laughs> so it's a different sign of her that we're seeing this season and you know what they all had their fun very happy for them i did really enjoy seeing all of them turn off all the cameras take their mic packs off which we thought all of them were going to be off but of course there is a hidden mic pack somewhere somewhere in the house and you know they had their fun and I like how the producers allowed them to have their fun and 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 they left at whatever midnight and they probably knew whatever happens even when they leave will be discussed at length after it happens so even if you didn't get like the raw footage of it they still got so much juice after it. And you know what? Kenya going around and being annoying about who did what, who did what. I just feel like she was jealous that she wasn't in the, the other bedroom with Portia and, and Blank. We don't know yet, but I think it was Tanya. I think she probably just was trying to have some fun. Everybody's wearing black and Kenya's wearing red. She's doing Kyle Richards splits all throughout the house, like for <laughs> for no reason and so you could tell she kind of wanted some you could tell she was like definitely horned up and you know what her mark probably have not touched in a day in a year so she was probably just looking for some loving thank you real housewives of atlanta for giving us the flame that we all needed there's just such a difference between the housewife shows that are currently on right now one we have like jersey that just came back which is like fighting about like cocaine accusations which we'll get into next week i'm just tired of talking i'm tired of talking i can't do my jersey segment right now 
and Dallas Housewives, which are, you know, fighting over like a cricket on a pizza, Tiffany making someone take their shoes off at the house. Like it's just, it's very different. You know, we need more threesomes on Bravo. <laughs> we, we need more hookups. We need more big dick strippers, if you're asking me. Like remember when the OC Housewives had strippers? I think it was maybe for Tamara's wedding or some event. And all of the women were so terrified of this stripper. They didn't want to go anywhere near him. And this episode was just the polar opposite. And I appreciate it. Why can't we enjoy a male stripper? Ugh, I'm going to hire a male stripper tonight. I feel like that might help me lose some of this angst. <laughs> well, thank you so much for tuning into Bravo Happy Hour F139. This is crazy. This is crazy. Thank you so much for listening and apologies for my angst. But if you're enjoying Bravo Happy Hour, be sure to tune in next week. Tune in on Friday for a group bonus episode and head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a nice review. And yeah, thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks so much for catching up with me, Megan O'Donnell, on this episode of Bravo Happy Hour. Until next time, be sure to follow Bravo Happy Hour on all social media platforms and feel free to shoot me an email at bravohappyhourpod at gmail.com with any hot juicy gossip or just to say what's up. Stay tuned on Tuesdays and Fridays for more episodes of Bravo Happy Hour. And if you're loving the show, head on over to Apple Podcasts and give me some love in the form of a five-star review. Thanks for listening and have a great rest of your day. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.